This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by FTX. The cryptocurrency exchange website and uh, service where you can buy, sell, and trade Bitcoin, Dogecoin, uh, any other cryptos, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, the blockchain. It's FTO. It's FTX. Bad news about FTX coming here uh, at the break. I'm mad at Disney. And I'm like a bird. I only want... No. I'm like a bird. And this is Ear Buddies. Is that a Nelly Furtado ref in a big spot, my dude? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was. I sort of tripped over it because I wasn't exactly sure which one I was referencing. But yeah, I'm like a bird. <laughs> uh, I want to fly away. I don't know where my home is. You should figure that nor out. Nor do I know where my soul is. But yeah, that's that's me. That's worse. Uh, hey, pal. Hey, pal. Little bit of housekeeping that uh, we should do here, kind of in the infancy of season two. Something that was happening in the interim space between seasons is I was getting bombarded with emails from Spotify. And we've talked about this, pal, but yeah. And, and I think we've even talked about it uh, on the show, but Spotify. Uh, really, really upset that we use all this licensed music on the show and has been trying to bring us down constantly. And even when we weren't recording eps, Spotify's coming at me almost every day saying, hey, uh, you have 72 hours to verify that you have the right to play this music or else we're going to take this episode down. And I was pretty diligent about it for a while there, man. But listen... They wore me down. Well, every day. Maybe that was the strategy. I don't know. But it worked. And I I let the 72-hour periods lapse on a a few occasions. Matt, I don't know if we've talked about this, but do you know which episode was flagged constantly? Even after I would verify it, they would come right back at me and say, verify it again, stupid. Was it uh, ABBA? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That it was sounds, ABBA. <laughs> sounds right, actually. Sounds like them. They were ticked that we used their stuff, man. Very litigious group. <laughs> and so I think, I guess I haven't checked, but I think the ABBA episode, I, I gave up on that one. I, I think that's not on Spotify. And so what I'd like to do in season two, Matt, is institute what I think we should call the Dancing Queen Protocol. <laughs> Wherein, if we're recall if, if we're in the middle of an episode, and it's just not feeling right, our takes are off, our timing is off, we're just not vibing right. Mm-hmm. At any moment, you or I can call for "Dancing Queen" by ABBA to play, <laughs> and we'll play it, and we'll and it know will surely get taken. Down. And we, right, and we'll know that at least on Spotify, no one's going to hear that sucker. 
That's really great. So we never like have to miss a, a Monday. Like, you know, functionally, we'll keep rolling these out. But if it's a if it's a stinker, then we'll just play Dancing Queen. Feel good? Well, that, that is great. I'm thinking, too, Tim, if life gets crazy uh, before, you know, season three, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing stopping us from simply just releasing Dancing Queen one Monday <laughs> if, we, if we're really busy. <laughs> and then right let the chips fall yeah <laughs> yeah that's great i think that's that's smart that's responsible uh yeah you know i mean we we kind of all always saw this maybe coming from the very beginning i mm-hmm. think it's arguable under the under fair use copyright but you know now is not the time certain artists totally disagree with your analysis <laughs> yes they certainly do so we just have that big red button sitting on both our desks now um Matt, what are we talking about today? Uh, to put it bluntly, Tim, we're talking about TikTok. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Hey, what up, Grab girl? my glasses, I'm out the door. I'm gonna hit this city. Yeah, the, the, the hot new social media app, not the song by Kesha. Um, Thank you. And, and look, so here's, here's something else. And this is not so much housekeeping as... Um, We want to stay thematically consistent here in season two because uh, season one we're we're getting our sea legs, yeah. Uh, We're we're building up an army, Um, (laughs) and and it went great. It went so well that we had a sold out live app at the end and and uh, had a great time. And this time, I mean, I think our last episode, Tim, we really. We really cracked open uh, the mm-hmm. egg that we're going to be scrambling for the rest of this season. Um, yeah, a cornerstone moment for sure. Absolutely. Really, yeah. Really some lightning striking. Um, and so with these eps in season two, yeah. we're, we're looking for, we're trying to find the will to go on. And we're going to explore yeah. that. Um, and we will in many different ways. I mean, it's not all just about... Uh, us despairing and finding a new song that we like, right? That's there's, right. There's many layers. But I think that uh, this episode will mm-hmm. serve uh, really well to, to flesh that out, uh, that theme out a bit more. So I'm excited, Tim. This should be a, a substantive episode. I'm excited too, buddy. I, uh, I want to ask you to start, what's your personal experience with TikTok? What do you, do you have it on your phone? Do you scroll it? Or do you post on it? What's your deal? Right. So uh, to 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 intellectually uh to be honest intellectually in this conversation, I have to open the kimono a little bit uh mm-hmm. because I am a working musician and songwriter and producer i know a go. lot of us know that uh i'm a real musician just like our merch says um <laughs> true and that's and that's important uh, you know i don't i don't lo- love to to reveal these other parts of my uh character and career but oh you are uh, don draper like in your secrecy and your siloing <laughs> off <laughs> yeah, well work-life balance that's right um, but but it ha- i mean it has to be said uh that I know I, I do have it on my phone, uh, yeah. in, in part because I sort of must, I sort of have to, mm. uh, for what I do. Um, 
I have a personal account that is entirely videos of uh, Asian men and women cooking uh, fish over a large fire outdoors. And so I love, I like to scroll through those. <laughs> that sort of relaxes me. But I also have, uh, you know, the professional account okay. where I, you know, I am supposed mm-hmm. to be posting things and simply never do. How about you? I do have TikTok on my phone, which means ostensibly that I have an account, but I am just a lurker. I don't post. Really, I should. I, and I and I think I open it maybe once a month, and then I think, ah, noise coming from my phone. I prefer this thing to be truly silent, and then I leave. I will say, I have I have never, um, I have almost never watched any TikToks with the sound on. Just <laughs> so you know. Okay. I my really most of my TikTok experience comes by way of my wife who does use the app more regularly, like a regular person would. Uh, So I hear kind of what's hot. I hear her For You page. And so I kind of know at any given moment what the, you know, what the big sounds are, I guess. But, But I listen to TikTok in that way much more than I watch it. Well, between the two of us, I think we... (laughs) <laughs> to know what we're talking about then. Definitely. I mean, this is, yeah. We are authoritative on this matter, for <laughs> sure. We must consider what it's doing to the music landscape. Because, Matt, as we alluded to, sound is crucial to to the platform and to the medium. People don't make silent TikToks. You may watch them silently, Matt, but most people uh, create with sound in mind. And so people are using popular music. And the more it gets used, the more it gets used, right? And so you you have these quote-unquote viral sounds that often contain uh, existing popular music, or it may popularize music by way of uh, trends and dances or, or, or what have you, right? I could have my Gucci on. I could wear my Louis Vuitton. But even with nothing on, that I made you look. I made you look. I'm interested in what artists are doing today in order to, be, to go viral on TikTok. And, and basically gaming the algorithm by way of their songwriting and uh, sort of the, the bleak outcome when it comes to uh, pop music, I guess. Is that, that a fabulous. fair setup? Yes. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not fabulous, but that is well stated. Um, and I think, well, Tim, now you to, to set the table here, mm-hmm. and you probably know more about this than I do. It's also fair to say, uh, just as we're, as we're discussing this, like let's let's bring out into the open something that I think we all can assume, mm. which is that TikTok, I mean, it's it's as pay to play as anything, right? Oh yeah, baby, absolutely. I mean, t- t- tell tell us a little bit about that so we have some context and and we don't be- we're, we're this is not a meritocracy. Uh, as no, nothing is. So certainly not. It's the music industry is all over TikTok. If I am 
a record label, and I have some new artist, and I want to try to give them a little pop, I will literally pay money to influencers, big and small, on TikTok, people with big followings, and say, hey, will you please use this song? Not please. Here, I'm giving you money. Use this song uh, in your next video. And hey, maybe make a little dance to it. You know, try to kick off a trend with this song in uh, in your video. There, This is a paid service. It's totally above board. Uh, and it happens all the time. So can I give you uh, maybe the most sickening and cynical example of this? Yes, please. There was a song that got fairly big uh, on TikTok by someone named Gail called A, B, C, D, E, F, U. There sure was. A, B, C, D, E, F, U. And your mom and your sister and your job and your broke ass car and that shit you call our fuck you and your friends that I'll never see. Okay, so what happens here is... Taylor Gale Rutherford uh, goes viral after someone on TikTok says, hey, will you write a breakup song using the alphabet? And then she pretends to spontaneously come up with A, B, C, D, E, F, U. And your mom and your sister and your job, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It was not spontaneous. It was a song that was already written. And uh, days later, it we learn that... Gail has been given a record label. The song is all recorded. She's she was literally an industry plant, pretending to just be a user, going viral. Uh, and so, people found out about this, and it kind of spurred a backlash. And now, I guess it's kind of on people's radar that this is not just some organic landscape where uh, the best songs will somehow rise to the top. Mm-hmm. It's completely artificially driven by money and by influence and power. Now that's uh, that's amazing, Tim. I didn't I didn't know that story because I really I don't stay abreast of of TikTok news. I'm mm-hmm. not. I don't know. I just don't <laughs> have it in me, you know. But yeah. but that is very that is sickening, and it's like. That in particular is an egregious example uh, mm-hmm. because, like, industry plants are definitely real things, um, but it is pretty funny and kind of, when you think about it, poorly thought out to be Absolutely. like, <laughs> to, to roll it out in that way. I mean, wait a little bit, you know, yeah. like, hang on, let's make this a little bit more believable, <laughs> but I guess not. Uh, so that's, that's great. Uh, well, it's terrible, but it's great to know. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. and, and have that context because it's not the wild west. You know, a few as soon as a, a platform becomes anything, mm-hmm. it's not it's not organic. It's not a meritocracy. I mean, and this has been going on for almost literally ever. I mean, in the seventies, right. you know, the biggest radio DJs in New York and uh, L.A. would be getting sent care packages and booze and coke and uh cash by labels to spin the new you know whatever it was it's it's just it's just how it goes it shouldn't be shocking but that particular example is great because it matters a lot to continue uh to talk about 
what that is doing to songwriting. Like yes. that's that's what we need to know about to kind of continue the conversation. It is writers, songwriters and yep. and producers and I guess, you know, label people, industry people. Uh and especially I would say like the up and comers, right? They mm. know that a, that the game is afoot. They know there is a game being played, right? They mm-hmm. they know, and like you know, I, I believe most of them must know that it's money and connections largely. But mm-hmm. yes, they they also, uh, you know, if you're young, you're just starting out. You're 16, making bedroom pop. Like you can listen to the the trending sounds and get a feeling for what people are looking for. Because it's not, it's not really a across the board uh, celebration of all, <laughs> all genres and and <laughs> you know the big band era as well as heavy metal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. And so I, I said I said before that I don't ever watch TikToks with the sound on, and I really don't. But what I do is I keep track of the trending sounds on TikTok. I look yes. them up pretty frequently and I listen to them uh, mm. totally you know divorced from their context uh, because the context ultimately I mean it's not really the point Here, here's kind of my uh, my baby little thesis statement <laughs> there it's you don't have songs on TikTok you have sounds an example is Steve Lacey who has been uh a real artist for quite a while. One of his songs. I bite my tongue, it's a bad and this, I do not believe, as far as I can tell, was not um, any money-changing hands, but just was sort of a fluke or a stroke of luck or whatever. Yeah. Um, one of his tunes started trending, and it was only, it was a very, very small part of it that was being put over uh, a ton of trending videos. And, you know... He, he did not get uh, real fans from that because no one knew the song. They went. They would go to the, his concerts on on tour and sing that part of that song, and that was it. That's all they knew. And that <laughs> to to be an old guy. I mean, that is embarrassing. I'm, I'm saying That's that dark. as an old guy. You know, like yeah, yeah. you know, and because they're these. I'm gonna say these kids. I might as well. Mm-hmm. These kids are experiencing uh, music and songs as just uh, it's not the whole thing, and it's the it's the sound itself is divorced from the context of the song in its entirety, which is troubling to me. Um, you know, as a as an analyst and a critic and a real musician and a scholar, all those four things, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So. All that being said, in my other line of work, something that I hate and that I I have pushed back against a lot uh, is the Spotify algorithm. A couple of things about music in the last several years since Spotify uh, became what it is today mm-hmm. is songs are shorter. Songs mm. have much less of an intro. Songs... Uh, don't bore us get to the chorus right yeah, yeah uh, we, sure. we've talked already about how they've cut out bridges 
right? They are effectively mm-hmm. trimming anything that could be considered fat from these songs uh, in order to make them more bite size and make them go down smoother. Uh, but you know what, Tim? Hmm. Fat is flavor. Ooh. It is. I'm, I know you. how to cook, and I'm, tell, I'm bringing a you lot of... You have been watching <laughs> those of, cooking videos. I really have. But <laughs> there's, there's so much there that, that you can build a song in some really beautiful ways, but we just don't have time for it. And I'm, I'm talking still about kind of the Spotify example, but what mm. TikTok has done is distilled that down even further mm. into something that to me is is almost i'm just gonna say an abomination and and i always you know i i really do my absolute best not to be an old man and not to be crying about how the good old days are, are long gone but there's a lot to be said for like artistic integrity and and making the thing that you are inspired to make uh, because when I've written, you know, a lot of songs, and a lot of the time, someone will say uh, that doesn't need to be that long sure. uh, at the beginning because we want to start. You want to hear someone singing right away. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I I don't want to do that. It makes the song worse. I don't care if it's if you have to wait another three seconds to get there. Like, and and now with with TikTok, you hear. Uh, it just, it's almost becoming like a genre in itself. You know what I mean? Like TikTok. Sure. Oh, like I think is- it is. I absolutely agree with you. I think it is. Partly just from what I hear from Courtney's phone, but also uh, if you just like, you know, uh, Apple Music and Spotify, they all have playlists now that are viral hits, right? These are the songs that are making it on TikTok. Um, if you listen to this stuff, there are through lines, and there are common denominators here. Some of it, Matt, and tell me what you think about this, is, is lyrical. What you need are clear uh, vocals and very, very straightforward lyrics. Well, yeah, um, exactly. Cause often, that, ab- it, often about like hating a, a, a dude or, or yes. you know, um, revenge or you know, like breakup songs or whatever. Yep. Well, because um, it pairs so well with so many things. It's but but you can't like use metaphor. You can't do anything <laughs> really interesting or or poetic. You have to just kind of get right to it, and that's what a lot of these songs are doing. Is just getting right to the point i mean yep uh or using like nursery rhyme sounds or yeah i mean a b c d e f u yes i mentioned mad at disney i'm mad at disney disney they tricked me tricked me had me wishing on a shooting star the clip that goes viral is so it explains itself in 10 seconds you know what I mean? Like, yep. The, the the thesis of the song or whatever becomes immediately obvious, and it you know it uh, interpolates when you wish upon a star and everything. It, it it's perfect. I mean, it's it's a clinic on 
on clarity of thesis in 10 seconds or less. And that's kind of what all of these songs sound like, man. Yeah. No, I, it, it this I guess, you know, there's something to be said for economy of thought and clarity of uh, you know, phrasing or whatever. But I mean, that's that is well stated, I think like that's the genre. That's what it is. And and it's working so well to the point where it's a little bit interesting, Tim, uh, when people talk about, like, the charts, right? Yeah. You and I, we pr- we know a little bit about, like, the Hot 100, Billboard Hot 100, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's because, you know, we're, that's, that's how music was, um, was curated uh, when we were kind of, like, learning about pop music and growing up, right? That's, it was, mm-hmm. it was on the charts. Uh, but in the same way that, like, we, uh, weren't listening to, like, K-Rock radio in, in LA, and in, in the same way that K-Rock in LA is not the massive tastemaker that it once was, neither is Billboard now. Yeah. Like, okay. mm-hmm. the, the charts that we're interested in are actually the trending sounds on TikTok, a lot of which are not on Billboard, nor do they need to be. You know what's on, on, on the top 100 right now? The entirety of Taylor Swift's Midnights. <laughs> right. All of it. All of mm-hmm. it. And that's like, you look at that, and in one way, obviously that's impressive, but she's kind of a dinosaur in that way, as are... You know, people like Luke Combs and, and people like, you know, if the, if you're gaming the Billboard charts, you've missed the, the train already. Like, we're not, we're, <laughs> we're already gone. I'm looking here at an interview with Camille Purcell, who releases music as Camille. Uh, this is from The Guardian. She has written music for Little Mix, Clean Bandit, etc. She was asked about writing music, um now that TikTok is around, okay? And she says, five years ago, you had to have a massive chorus. Now it's not the rule. Um, Now, because you don't, you know, the part of your song that goes viral may not be a chorus. It doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be that catchy. That's right, that's right. Uh, um, So who cares? Don't don't put in the work on it, right? I'm, now I'm, I'm, uh, that's not what Camille said. That's what I'm saying. Well, but but that's true. She also, though, says she takes inspiration now from viral-led language, quote-unquote, of social media posts and memes. Um, Pop lyrics are becoming, quote, so much more real and to the point, super conversational. Uh, There was definitely a period when people were writing songs like Titanium by Sia, which we just played last week, which is kind of funny. Uh, I I promise I didn't do that on purpose. Um, (laughs) Which has a huge chorus, right? And... It's metaphorical and has a big theme. And Camille says, quote, now I feel like the thing artists say a lot of the time is it's got to sound like I'd actually say it. And I think that's I think that's central to the idea of a song made for TikTok is it has to kind of, you know, so many people are lip syncing it, right? Like Mm -hmm. you want it to feel like something that would come out of your mouth. That's huge that's a really important point to bring up that i didn't really consider i mean i knew i knew there was something wrong you know something smelled kind of <laughs> kind of off there but yeah. again haven't i didn't dive that deep but yeah uh i heard a song there's a i don't know if it's trending or just i heard it but there's some sort of sound 
I'm not going to say song, on mm. TikTok that starts off with the lyrics, no cap. No cap, I'm a little drunk and I could cry right now. Real talk, I'm wishing on a star she would die right now. So, point proven. Uh, so, I don't know, man, where do we leave this? It's, um, TikTok is a big part of why pop music is not doing it for me these days, I guess. And, and I think yeah. a lot of it has to do with the fact that you don't have to have a big good chorus anymore. Um, we talked a lot about it with Midnights by Taylor Swift uh, a few weeks ago, right? That there's just like, no one wants to write a big hook anymore. Oh, dude, it's because you can just hook people by saying, draw the cat eyes sharp enough to kill a man because yes. it's an interesting lyric. Because and that's what the you hook. Can, dude, what you can do now, and this is a big old metaphor that I'm going to try and land safely. You, We are able now to chop songs up into their requisite parts and use those parts however we see fit draw the cat eye sharp enough to kill a man that is a melody that is one note um yeah yeah yeah. but (laughs) and and it's not the hook right when does it when when does it come in on the song zero zero immediately right that's there's no intro bang we're in because that that might be when we need it here's my here's my analogy the united states relationship with chicken is very similar to this we we used to now you just listen to me we used to have to uh raise chickens ourselves or we had some neighbors who did or we uh, were, you know, there was no, Purdue didn't exist, Tyson didn't exist, right? So we simply had to kind of get the whole bird and yeah. learn how to cook with it, cook everything, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you what you do is you cook the, with the good parts, you take the bones, you make some stock, you fry up the skin. You can do a lot with one chicken. Use every but part of the bird. Yep. That Well, exactly. Nose to tail eating. But Purdue comes along and he said, people don't even want to be dealing with all this stuff. And I bet what we can do is start a processing plant. We are just going to uh, chop these birds up into parts and sell people the parts they want. Americans love the white meat. Other countries prefer the dark, so we're going to sell the white meat to Americans. Okay, so that is Spotify. And then they said, you know what we could do? We should just make chicken nuggets. Yeah. That is TikTok. There mm. you go. <laughs> this is really good, but... <laughs> I mean, that's it's a little bit funny, but that it makes sense. It does. No, it does. I mean, I'm... We should be chopping 30-second clips of this episode up and releasing this content. People would, <laughs> do you wanna, people would eat that up. Do you want to do a couple of sound bites just in case people need it? Yeah, Ugh. here, let, let's, let's do it. Man, TikTok is ruining music. Um, okay. Go I'm ahead. Gonna do, you have to use the whole bird. <laughs> this is like chicken nuggets. Um, what else? Hey, Matt, tell me how music is just like chicken nuggets. And then there you go. Cut, cut. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's great. You can feel free, Ooh. obviously, anyone to just take that, chop it up, put it over one of your TikToks if you want. <laughs> that's a sound. Remix it. Come on. Auto tune it. It's 2012. All right. <laughs> Ear buddies. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we'll continue in a moment. This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by FTX, the crypto uh, hub. Matt. Hey, Tim. Hey, you're a crypto bro. Oh, yeah. Day one. And (laughs) were you in on Bitcoin immediately? Like, right when they announced (laughs) it? No, I don't have a single red crypto cent to my name. (laughs) Nor have I ever. Okay, you're not a crypto bro. Never mind. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm no, I would say I'm not. Real crypto bros know FTX is the place to buy, sell, and trade all cryptocurrencies. Uh or it was until it came under investigation. Oh. Uh and I, I think filed for bankruptcy also. Tough days for FTX. Um they have uh, liquidated uh, everything. It's Chapter 11. Uh, you know, listen, we've had a few Chapter 11s on this show. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we, we don't have, have to talk about what that means. You Welcome all know. to the Chapter 11 Club, FTX. <laughs> uh, and why? Well, it might be because a lot of people still don't even really know what a Bitcoin is. Matt. What's the blockchain? Yeah. I do not know. You best we guess. The, uh, I, it's a secure... <laughs> it, it feels secure, right? It seems it feels, secure. Yeah. Look, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I intentionally never made an effort to learn because, as I've said, I don't have any of this uh, You're too to busy buying, buying whole chickens. Yeah, well, I certainly am with with real money not that that's real either but (laughs) but i don't i really don't know tim i don't know i know it's somehow sort of more real in some sense than Mm. whatever we've been dealing with um not that the gold standard exists anyway all right what i'm pretty sure happens is some scribe somewhere has a has a big document and every time i uh make a bitcoin create one mine one my thank you every time yeah, i mine I know that. a coin this fellow writes it down and says tim mined this bitcoin on monday november 14th at this time and no one else did it was tim tim did it <laughs> and he writes it down and then the next coin gets written down the, right below it, right? And I think every, I think every Bitcoin is on this Excel document, as, which lives somewhere on the internet. Right, like a, just a spreadsheet. It's I think it's just a big spreadsheet that says who has what coin when. Yeah. And that is it's security. It's the future of money. Or at least it was. Or it was until Chapter 11, you know, old Mr. Chapter 11 came knocking for FTX. 
Now, I don't know why I'm laughing, Tim, because this is sad. It's not. A, it's bad, I assume, right, for the American economy and, well, and security. Um, and, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's why I'm laughing. It's because if I don't laugh, heck, Tim, I'm going to cry. <laughs> FTX paid for this ad in crypto. Oh, yeah. And now, from what Made I it. can tell... Our cells on that spreadsheet don't exist anymore. Right. I think the I think the FTX This is a free ad. Yeah. It wasn't, but it is now. <laughs> it wasn't, but now it is. Right. And who decided that? That scribe with the Excel document said all that FTX money is gone now. Find something else. Yep. Um what do you mean find something else? I put all my life savings on FTX, guy. I'm going to need that money back. But he says, no. He says, sorry, <laughs> it's gone. And I say, well, where is it? Where did it go? It can't just disappear. Something can't just become nothing. Uh, and but he it, says... It, it can. Take it up with God. Right. Well, it's not- that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> take it up with God. <laughs> it's not my problem anymore, says this guy as he closes out of Excel. Locks mm-hmm. his computer and walks into the ocean. <laughs> that's right. It's gone. I'm sorry. It's gone. Yeah. No one has the password for you. Can't even. Yeah. That's not being recovered anytime soon. So that piece of the blockchain is gone. It's back to paper money. Paper is. We have so much of it. <laughs> We're making more every day. We got coins uh, too. Yeah, yeah. We are mining real metal and That's chopping right. down real Amazon rainforest and decimating <laughs> tens of thousands of species. Hey, I'll mine some coins for you. Just give me some of that pristine land on a beautiful island somewhere. <laughs> That's and I'll right. take every every little drop of nickel you got. That's, I mean, and I'll that's the way it's been done since time immemorial. Uh, I don't, it's worked, I don't, hasn't it? It's, it really has, and it's without consequence, too, because like Ronald Reagan said, if you've seen one tree, you've seen them all. <laughs> did he say that? He literally did. Look it up. Oh, my good gravy. <laughs> I guess he um, was right. <laughs> he was, well, honestly, he was right. Hey, you, crypto bro listening right now, thinking about you know what comes next. Got that sad look on your face. You lost all your savings on NFTX, in, in the crypto, in the blockchain. It's gone. It's gone. What do you do now? Hey, man, listen. Pick yourself up. Get back out there. Get a job. Plant Contribute. a garden. Plant, plant a tree. Plant a tree. Watch it grow. Cut it down. Turn it into currency. Yep. Money is meant to be held in your hands. <laughs> yes, it is. It's meant That's to be socked away in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> it's meant to be piled up in a swimming pool that you can dive into. Mm-hmm. What's the fun? You can't dive into the blockchain. You can't no. spread the blockchain on your bed and make love on the blockchain. I'm sorry. It's not that kind of sheet. It's a spreadsheet. You want something that you can dive into, that you can taste and smell. Yeah, that you can shower people with and throw to peasants as you ride through the town. You know? That's that's money. 
That's money. That's capital M. <laughs> money. Otherwise, These... what is the point? No. The, the, the blockchain? Give me a break. Bitcoin? Not a real coin. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. On, and honestly, even your credit cards and debit cards, throw them out. No, it, chop, if it doesn't chop have, them up and throw them out. If it doesn't have a statesman or or <laughs> or historical figure head on it, it means nothing to me. No, no, exactly. Go to your bank and say, "I would like all of my savings in Sacagawea one dollar bill coins." <laughs> I will take them now, please. Yes, and also while I'm here, I might as well get all fifty state coins quarters. <laughs> That's, put, them I my, mean, put them on my little cardboard map. <laughs> that's right. That's that's part that's part of the fun. It's part of, of the money. experience of money. <laughs> These finance guys, man, they don't know how much fun oh my. money can be because they never see it. They never hold it. They never no. get that 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 copper smell on their hands after you've been <laughs> handling a handful of pennies. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, pal, keep your compound interest. I don't need it. I've got everything I need right here in my pockets, in my hands. Mm-hmm. Cold, hard cash. That's the future. That's the past. That's that's now that's and it. always. That endures. FTX is gone. Let it die. It doesn't matter. It's FTX. It was. It, FTX. It was FTX. Welcome back to Ear Buddies. Hey, pal. Hey, pal. It's time once again to trade in this boring, black, sure microphone for the golden microphone of the excellence in broadcast network. Welcome back to the show, Rush Limbaugh, of course, because it's time for See, I Told You So. With talent on loan from God, it is I, L. Rushbo, Rush Limbaugh, with half my brain tied behind my back just to make it fair, Matt. <laughs> I love, I love when Rush comes on this pod. <laughs> he's back. It's the ghost of Limbaugh, and he's and he's here because Matt, you and I. We were away for uh, for six months, something like that. Something five like or six that. months, and in that time, we were proven right again and again on so many things that we've talked about in season one. We were so far ahead of the curve, over and over and over again, and the world caught up to us in 2022. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, I think we should start in the most obvious place. Um, everybody's loving Kate Bush, my dude. Do you know how hard it was for me, El Rushbaugh, to not be currently doing the pod while that was happening? I was oh, losing dude. my tiny little mind. I'm so sorry that happened. 
Well, I'm so sorry that you released the definitive podcast episode about Kate Bush three months before she re-entered the pop charts for the first time since God knows when. And everybody was loving this woman. Like, but I told you, I told all of you, and I know that I can't take credit because it was it was her song Running Up That Hill on Stranger Things, and I know that's why. I know it wasn't because of my episode. And that's, I guess that's what frustrates me. Like, yeah. I, I don't think it's it does anyone any good to be a real... I'll use the term hipster about, especially like Kate Bush, because she's been around for a minute. So I'm not going to, I'm not mad that people now know about her and and like her. On the contrary, I'm thrilled. That was the point of the episode I already did. Before Stranger Things used it. I told you, I, I told everybody. Do you people see? Matt told you so. I did tell you so. It was all right there, and then everybody caught up. I'm, I'm glad we're here on the record saying we were right. You yes. were right, Matt. That song went to number one on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Crazy. Are you kidding me? Just uh, toiling in obscurity, um, Tim. Uh, let's see. A couple other, other quick hits, uh, you know, and not that we were the first to this, but, you know, the Britney Spears thing. Mm. She's free. Yep. She's, she's married. Yep. Got married. Life seems good. That's good. Um, R. R Kelly. Um, oh yeah. Who we He's... spent some time discussing. Right about mm-hmm. that too. Yeah, we were right about that dude. That guy, that guy was bad news. He's in jail now. Uh, Matt, this one though I think is important. This is, I would say, less shocking than the Kate Bush situation. Yeah, that came out of but... nowhere. But, buddy, a nuanced take by you is finally breaking through the ice about Harry Styles. Come on, Harry, we want to say goodnight to you. I'm shooting, I'm shooting from full court, just sinking these baskets, and, and... and then the New York Times comes along and says that they may know what's up without even crediting ear buddies. Fine. Right. What happens? Matt Matt comes on here and says maybe Harry is sort of co-opting the LGBTQ movement and culture uh, without being clear about his own uh, position. You know, is he just an ally? Is he a member of the LGBT community? What's going on? And now, finally, Matt, everybody's kind of realizing maybe this guy, uh, maybe this guy's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Um, hey, gang, if you would just listen to Ear Buddies, <laughs> it's it's infuriating. I mean, it really you would is. know this already. Like you don't, have to, you don't have to get it from the Times. You can get it in your ears. You know, six or seven or eight months ahead of time. Tim, God's honest truth here is that if you want to know about what's happening in music and get level-headed, measured, nuanced, and often incandescently brilliant takes on these things, you just need to listen 
to this podcast. We've never been wrong. And every single time we've been right, which is all the time, it has uh-huh. been months before anybody else even addresses it in public. Half our brain tied behind our back I to know, make it fair. And we tied half of our brain <laughs> behind our back. And yet, and yet. Ugh. Whatever. I'm glad what? people are talking about it. Once again, it's fine. It's good. I just, I, th- we sparked it, and yet nobody will acknowledge it. We just come up, we, pu- we pluck the correct take out of the ether. I know. Constantly. It's, yeah, it's not, like, there's nothing, there's nothing for us to, to, like, <laughs> piggyback on, because there's no back to ride. Like, it's simply, we are the backs upon which these, m- 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 just these massive news outlets and media mm. outlets are. They the establishment yeah, the, the drive esta- by media the drive thank you the drive by media <laughs> and they keep driving <laughs> by us and taking these <laughs> just pot shots and we're just sitting on our lawn selling lemonade and they I can't I just it's hard to do over and over again you know what I mean like I do if it was a couple a couple little coincidences we would laugh and have a good time but. It's, I mean, it's every other take we have, Tim. It is. It really is. It's just, it's, it's the drive-by media, you said it. It's, damn the drive-bys, <laughs> they just keep getting us. Well, I think with that, I'm going to allow the spirit of Rush to exit my body and float back up to heaven. Or wherever. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm not going to observe which direction <laughs> his little his little wisps float. <laughs> That's between him know. and whoever and who, wherever he's going. The talent was on loan from God, but the soul, it's hard to know. It's not for me to know. <laughs> you just, you just, it just inhabits you. I let him speak through me. Right. That's right. None of your business, and, otherwise. No, no, I don't. I don't try to peer into that. I, <laughs> I just let him talk. <laughs> oh man, great app! It is. It is good to be back in back in my own bones, though, Matt. Uh, did I miss anything interesting? <laughs> no, it, I mean it was really funny, but um, okay, you'll hear it later, I'm sure. All right. I'm tired. It always tires me out when Rush <laughs> takes over. So I'm going to go. Uh, love you, pal. Good talking. Love you, pal. Uh, we'll do this again next week, I suppose. Yeah.